Good morning, New Beginnings. I hope everyone is doing well, staying safe and healthy, and I pray that you are enjoying this blessed new year that God has allowed us to see. When God gave this message to me, he let me know that as believers, we need to start heeding the warnings that God is giving to the church and not only to the church, but we need to let the unbelievers know as well that God is getting ready to move. God is going to take action if we don't get it right. If we don't start walking upright before him, if we continue to walk contrary to God, trust me, God is going to take action. You may not like the action that God takes. So this morning, I pray that if you are walking contrary to the will of God, that you will make a choice in this new year to walk in complete obedience to God. You know, one Wednesday night at Bible study, Pastor Cooper told us that God is not going to allow sin back into heaven. He didn't just come up with that. God gave that to him. And I want you all to know this. And this is not necessarily just for those of us that'll be at the message after the message. But if you are resharing these messages or sharing these messages with family, with friends, and they are resharing. It's for each one of us. It's for all of us to know. God is not playing. God has never played with us. He has never played with our feelings. He is not going to allow sin back into heaven. So if you want to want to continue to straddle the fence, you want to continue to play church. You want to continue to go your own way, do your own thing, speak whatever comes to your mind. And you want to act like God doesn't see you or God doesn't hear the words coming out of your mouth. He hears you. God hears you. He hears you and he sees everything that you're doing. He knows your thoughts before you think them. God is not going to allow sin back into heaven. When was sin ever in heaven, you ask? Sin was in heaven when Satan, who was Lucifer at the time, coveted, desired, same word, to have what God, what God had. He coveted. Worship. He coveted the praise that the angels were giving to God. He wanted that. He wanted that more than he wanted to be the, the covering cherub over the throne of God. He was the protector of God's throne. He wanted that praise and that worship. He wanted to put his throne above God. He wanted to usurp God's power. Sin came into heaven when covetousness was found to be in his heart. And when he caused a third of the angels to follow him. What did he say to cause that? I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. I'm pretty sure we could come up with something, but we may not even be right. We don't know what he said that caused them to follow him. 
So this morning, believers and believers of God, I want to talk with you about having a reprobate mind. Now, this message, it may not agree with some of you. That's okay. Just say out. It might convict some of us. Just say out. Might make some of us angry. But you know what? Just heed the warning. Just heed the warning. Because I don't want God to take action on any of us. Let us just heed the warnings. This year, I don't know why, but I believe God is warning his people. I'm believing that God is warning his people and that we need to take action. Because when when God comes back for his people, I want all of us. I want all of us to meet together in the air. I want all of us to live in eternity with God. So I think it is worth putting aside every weight of sin that so easily besets us. But for those of you who want to continue to believe the lies of the enemy and you want to continue to go your way, you don't want to change your way of thinking. You just want to continue to do what you do and continue to be you. You just want to do it. This message is for you. Because your sin is still an abomination to God and God has not changed his mind about sin. God is not going to change his mind about sin. God says that he does not want sin. He cannot allow sin. It's not that he don't want it. He cannot allow sin. His holiness will not allow sin in his presence. He's not going to change his mind. You can talk about you're a good person all day till eternity, but if you will not obey God, you are damning yourself. God's not doing it because you have a choice. You can make the right choice or you can continue on your way. Let us go before the mercy seat this morning in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come before the mercy seat, we would like to say thank you, Father God, for another day and a new year that you have blessed us to see. We thank you for our life, our strength, and our health. Father, we thank you for the food on our tables. We thank you, Father God, for the roof that you have provided over our heads. We thank you, Father God, for the activities of our limbs. Father, we thank you for that, for the very breath that we breathe. Father God, we thank you for our precious, for your precious gift of your son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father God, for the comfort, comforter that he sent to walk right along beside us, the Holy Spirit. Father, we ask that if we have not confessed any sins, or any trespasses, any iniquities. Father God, we have not confessed our thoughts, Father God. We confess them today, Father God. We ask, Father God, that you would bless us, Father God, to forgive those who have trespassed against us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would wash us, 
Clean us, Father God, so that we will be right in your sight. We will be clean, Father God, in your sight. I pray that as the word of God goes forth, Father, that you will speak to your people this morning. Father God, that you will take out that hard heart and give them a heart of flesh, Father God. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you will break up the fallow ground. Break up that fallow ground, Father God, that the good soil, Father God, will come forth. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father God, that you would open their understanding, that you give them spiritual ears to hear what thus saith the Lord. Father, that you would give spiritual eyes to see. Father, as your messenger, I ask, Father God, that I would decrease and that you would increase. Father God, I pray that you will speak to your people this morning. Father, that you would have your way in this message. Father God, speak to the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord Jesus. Give them, Father God, what you want them to know, Father God. Give them, Father God, hallelujah, the words, Father God, to lift them up. The words, Father God, that will convict, Father God. The words, hallelujah, that will cause change to come about, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for your people. I thank you, Father God, for the work that you started in each and every one of us. That, Father God, that, that you will complete that work unto the day of salvation. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit that leads, that guides us and directs our very footsteps. I thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father God, that speaks to our hearts, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father, for the work that you started in us. Thank you, Father God, for where you brought us from, where you are taking us to. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for all that you do in the lives of your people. I thank you, Father God, for the church universal. Father God, the work that you are doing in, the, in, in your church, Father God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for waking us up, Father God, that, and blessing us and setting us on that path that we will be about your business. Thank you for the cross. Father, thank you for the blood that was shed on the cross for the remission of our sins. For without the shedding of blood, there would be no remission of sin. I thank you, Father God, for your mercy, your grace, your patience with us. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father, for your word says that we can do all things through Christ Jesus, who strengthens us, Father God, because you have made us conquerors and more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Because of Christ, we have the victory. We have the victory over the enemy, over the world, over sin. Thank you for the victory. Thank you, Father God, for the victory in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. If you have your Bibles with you, please turn with me to the book of Romans, the first chapter, verses 28 through 20, excuse me, 32. Again, that is the book of Romans, 
chapter 1, verse 28 to verse 32, and it reads as thus. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. In other words, he gave them over to the to the lust, to their desires, to whatever it is that they were doing, because they did not want to retain the knowledge that God gave them about him. So those things that were not convenient, those things that are unnatural, God gave them over, hallelujah, to the reprobate mind for the, so that they can do those things that they enjoy doing, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Who would know the judgment of God? The children of God knows about the judgment of God. The unbelievers know about the judgment of God, but they don't want to believe that God is going to do what God says he's going to do. He don't, they don't want to believe that they are going to be judged. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but they will be judged. God told, God says in his word that he is not mocked. And they believe that what that God don't see them. So they're not going to be judged. God's not going to judge me. Yes, God is going to judge you. He is going to judge you for everything that you thought, everything that you said, every idle word, every idle thought. You will be judged on those things that you do in your body because the body that you have is God's temple. So if you are not putting good in that body, you are going to be judged by those things that you are putting in your body. The word of God tells you that you will be judged. You will be judged. Now, one thing that always crossed my mind was what is a reprobate mind? So I'm going to try to give you a better understanding, try to help you to understand what a reprobate mind is, what a reprobate is anyway, because it's important for us to know what that word means. A reprobate is morally depraved. We see that today. Wicked. We see that today. Unprincipled people. We definitely see that today. People that are worthless. They've been rejected by God. 
They've been unapproved by God. They are beyond hope of salvation. They have been foreordained to damnation. Why would God sentence someone to eternal damnation? After all, didn't Jesus come so that sinners would become believers and as many of us who are willing would be reconciled to God? Well, Proverbs 16 and 4 says, The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. So, you know, if you want to continue going on, going your way and not being obedient to God and not listening to the Holy Spirit and just doing what you feel you can, what you're big and bad enough to do, he's going to turn you over to a reprobate mind. Yes, you will become morally depraved. You will become wicked. You will become unprincipled. You know, you will become everything that you thought. Every negative thought that you did not take under control. Every lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life, the desires that you have. God is going to turn you over. He's going to allow you to just... He's going to let you go. He's going to allow you to do those things that you want to do. Those things that the world is telling you, hey, you know, come on. We we're having so much fun. You'll become an alcoholic. You'll become a drug. You'll become addicted to drugs. You'll become addicted to immorality. You're not going to see yourself. You're not going to feel God. You're going to see that to you, everything you're doing is going to be okay. That's how the world is. Everything to them is okay. It's okay if you want to sleep around. It's okay if you want to sleep with a child. It's okay if you're watching child pornography. It's okay if you're watching adult pornography. You know, it's okay. Just do it. Just do it. It won't hurt you. Take that one drink. It's not going to hurt you. Take that one hit. You won't get addicted, but you're listening to the wrong person. You know, look at the people who are unprincipled. Most of these people who are scammers have a job. I'm, I would think it's safe to say that every single one of them have a job. Maybe they don't make enough money to get what they want. But guess what? Keep working at it. Maybe it was a little scary. They were at first they didn't really want to do it. But, you know, I, I really need the money. I, I got to pay this bill or I really saw something that I wanted. And so they call you and they lie to you and you fall for it. I'm pretty sure we all have fallen somewhere along the way, you know, thought that when they called and the way that they said it, it's the way that they said it that made you go into overdrive and, and not think, wait, do I really owe this bill? And you go about and you pay it. And, the, and, and you know what? The more that they do it, the easier it became for them. They may have only wanted to do it one time, but they saw just how effective it works. 
So they became a scammer. They began to do it more and more and more and more. And the more they did it, the more they began to enjoy it. And they wouldn't let it go. The more that a person that started out maybe wanting to watch pornography began to enjoy it. That person that became an adulteress. Oh, I'll just do it one time or a fornicator or an adulterer. They only had the intention of doing it one time, but they didn't hear when God was telling them, don't do it because they allowed the voice of Satan to be louder. The voice of the world to be louder than the voice of God. They didn't hear that still small voice telling them, don't do it. That's not, that's not good for you. Don't take that hit. You become addicted. Don't drink that. Don't take that first drink. You become addicted. Don't sleep with that man. You become addicted. Don't sleep with that woman. You become addicted. They allowed those thoughts in their mind to just take control of them instead of them taking control of their minds. When God told them, get in your word, worship me, praise me, read your word, listen to me. They didn't listen. And the more that they allowed these thoughts to come about, the more that they wouldn't take them under control, get that under control. The more that they didn't read their word or pray or worship God, they allowed those unnatural things to come into their life. And the more that God tried to, to reach them, the more they allowed Satan to come in to the point to where God gave them over to Satan. He didn't give them over to Satan so that they would walk away, but he gave them over to Satan to draw them back. But their minds was not in it. So they who may have once. You just use the words, Lord, I love you. Without really realizing that, you know what? Maybe I don't. Because if you love God, you are going to change. You are going to allow God to do the work. It's a process. God is not going to change you overnight. Yes, some people it. It, it does happen overnight, but that's because God wants you to see, look, I will keep my promises to you. I will fight your battles, but everything else is going to take time. When you started to sin, when you opened that door just a little bit, the more you did it, the more you allowed Satan to come in there, the more your mind began to change. It didn't just change overnight. Sin comes in a little bit, add a little bit, and a little bit. The more that you allow that door to open, the more, the bigger it becomes. The more that you shut God out, the more you allow Satan to come in there. The more you begin to listen to his lies, the more you begin to believe his lies. The more you listen to him the more you're going to begin to walk like him. That's why God told Jesus told the Pharisees, 
that they are of their father because they were, they would not listen. They thought they knew better. They didn't love God. They were worshiping a God that they didn't really know. They were in love with the law. They were in love with what they they were taught by their parents because that's the way it was. But when somebody came on the scene to show them a better way, just like when we allow God to come into our hearts and to show us a better way. No, I don't like that way. Or to read the word. Oh, I don't like that because that doesn't agree with me. Everything in life is not going to agree with you. But that doesn't mean that it's bad for you. The word of God is trying to break up that hardness in your heart so that the word can get in there and God can begin to explain his word to you. But if you won't allow God to do what God does best, and that is to make you a new creation. If you won't allow God to break down those strongholds in your mind, in your heart, if you won't allow God to dig, to to break up that fallow ground, you're going to continue to stay the way you are. So I want you to examine yourself. I want you to see if you have a reprobate mind. Do you really think that God is going to allow sin to come into his house? Heaven is his home. That's his dwelling place. Yes, he he dwells within us. We are that temple that God dwells in. Do you really think that God is going to allow sin to come back into heaven? Do you really think that God has changed his mind about sin? Do you really think that God is going to allow you to come in and just take over and sin will come back into heaven? No, God is not going to do that. This is your time right now. This is your chance to get it right, right now. This is not a one-way street. This is not just God doing everything for you. God is not going to do everything. This is a two-way street. You have to work right along beside God. You can't just allow those thoughts to come. Hallelujah. You cannot allow those thoughts to just take control of your life. You got to learn how to pull them down. You got to learn how to stop them at the door. You got to learn how to put them at the feet of Jesus. You got to learn how to leave them at the altar and get up and walk away and leave them there. You cannot just allow Satan to come in and just run roughshod over you. You belong to God. You are God's creation. Hallelujah. You are God's child. Hallelujah. Satan didn't create you. Satan did not have anything to do with it. God created you in his own image. You are not created in the image of Satan. The only way you become created in Satan's image is when you allow him to continue to do what he wants to do. Continue to lie to you. Continue to turn you away from your father. Because that's what he wants. He wants you to leave God. The word of God tells you that he is a roaring lion. Walking about as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. Don't think that sin is not going to destroy you. 
It is going to destroy your life. It already is if you refuse, if you refuse to obey God, sin is already destroying your life. It is, you are going to die from destruction. You are running to destruction. Stop it now. Stop it now. You have the chance to turn back, to trust God, to confess your sins, to be godly sorrow in confessing your sins. You have the chance right now with every breath that you take to turn away from that unnaturalness. God does not like that. Two men are not supposed to sleep with two men. Two women are not supposed to sleep with two women. You are not supposed to be watching child pornography. You are not supposed to be watching adult pornography. You are not supposed to have that unnatural desire toward a child. That is not of God. God did not make you that way. Satan made you that way when he put that mess in you and you allowed it to grow. Hallelujah. And you allowed it to take root in you. God is not going to be the only one to take it out. You got to do the work as well. You have to put in some work. You got to read your word of God. You got to study that word. You got to dig deep in that word. You got to go to God, hallelujah, and leave it at his throne. You can't pick it back up and just because it's not going fast enough. It's going to be a process. It's going to take time. You watching all these things didn't just come overnight. Every day that you continue to do it, it began to become a part of you. It didn't just become a part of you overnight. Your thought life going bad did not just happen overnight. Believers, saints, those of you who say that you are Christians, heed the warnings. Turn back to God now. We say today is not promised to us. God says the whole year is not promised to you. Just because you think, just because you made it through 2020 does not mean you're going to make it to through 2021. We're 16 days into this new year. How many people have died within the last 16 days? It seems like every other day. Every day we're hearing about somebody who lay down and didn't get, get and did not wake up. Saints, children, Christians, believers, unbelievers, get it right. God is warning us. Let's get it right. Let's do it the way God says. If it's worth you living in torture, separated from God. Keep doing what you're doing. But if it's worth it to hear, well done, hallelujah, and to be eternally with the Father, then turn away from that sin. Allow God to take that reprobate mind, hallelujah, out of you and to put the mind that was in Christ Jesus, develop that mind of Christ that's in you. 
Do not no longer heed the listen to the lies of the enemy. He does not like you. You may like him. He does not like you. He hates you with a passion. His desire is to destroy you and to destroy your family and to destroy your marriage. He does not care about you. Satan is morally depraved. He does not care about you. He has been rejected of God. He is lying to you when he tells you he did not do Hey, glory. Hallelujah. He did not do anything wrong. Hallelujah. He did. He tried to usurp God's throne. Hallelujah. Read your word. Read your word. God is not a liar. <coughs> Excuse me. God does not lie. His holiness will not allow him to be anything but truthful. Hallelujah. His holiness, hallelujah, will not allow him to be anything but faithful. Hallelujah. Because he's faithful that promise. God's holiness will not allow him to be anything but victorious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is everything. The word of God says he is. He is merciful. He's showing his mercy to us now. When he could have just struck us down because we refuse. The first time he told us and we refuse to listen. He could have, but because of his mercy, because of his grace, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, God is giving us a chance to come to him, to confess our sins, to have godly sorrow, to walk away from that sin and not ever go back to it. No matter what we go through, no matter what we got to deal with. Do not go back to what you knew. Continue to walk. Walk with the Holy Spirit. Let him do his job in making you everything that God wants you to be. In allowing him to make you like Christ. So that the world will see Christ in you. Turn away from that reprobate mind. Turn away from that unnaturalness. You can do it. I promise you, you can do it. Turn away from those things that are unnatural. It's not natural for a grown person to have desires for a child. That is not natural. You were not born that way. It is not natural. For two men or two women. That's not natural. God made man for woman and woman for man. That's the natural order of things. Please stop listening to the lies of Satan. When he comes to you, put it, tear, don't listen. Tear him down. Take it captive. Put it up under your feet. Put it where it belongs. Become that person that God has called you to be. 
Walk in the freedom and the liberty that God has given to you. Stop listening to the lies of the world. Don't just do it. Trust me. It's not fun. You're not having a good time. If you really, really, really examined your life, you would see that you are miserable. Why do you think people who think they are having fun come to God? Because when they sit down and they check things out and they look over their lives, they see they were really not having fun. They were only doing it because they wanted to cover up that pain that they were feeling. The brokenness that they're feeling. God can heal that brokenness in you. God can heal that loneliness in you. Children of God. Turn away from the sin. Turn away from that reprobate mind. Get the mind that was in Christ Jesus. Have the mind of Christ and develop it. Develop that relationship with the Lord. Heed the warnings. Heed the warnings. God is getting tired. He's getting tired of his people acting like the world. He's getting tired of people compromising their faith. Saying that what the world is saying, it's okay. God understands. God knows your heart. Yes, God knows your heart. And he knows that you are just praising him and worshiping him with lip service. And that is not true. It's not coming from your heart. And that's a sad thing because God does know your heart. That's a scary thing that God knows your heart. Because he knows your heart. Anytime he desires, he can snatch that breath that you have because he knows your heart. Saints of God, unbelievers, believers in Christ, turn away. Turn away from the sin. Don't let Satan destroy your life. Don't end up in a place that you will have to, that you will regret being for eternity because once you're there, it's no going back. There's no forgiveness. There's no getting it right. God is giving each and every one of us a chance to get it right today. Let's get it right. Let's get in our word. Let's make this the year that we get, get into our word, that we spend time with God, that we worship God, even when we don't feel like it. Let's get it right. Let's stop straddling the fence. Let's take that one foot we got in the world. Let us put it over on the side where God is because the grass is not greener in the world. Water the grass on your side of the fence. Water the grass on your side and watch how green it becomes and how dead it is on the other side of that fence. Work with God. Work with them. Take control of your thought life. Don't allow Satan any more room. Don't allow Satan to take anything else from you. Give it over to God. 
Develop the mind of Christ. Develop that relationship. This Become disciplined in your prayer, in your word. Become disciplined. Heed the warnings. Heed the warnings. I'm asking you. Heed the warnings. Heed the warnings. Let us get it right. Let us get it right. So on that great getting up morning, we will meet one another in the air to ever be with the Lord. I do not. This is for those of you that are unbelievers. As a body of Christ, we do not want to see you live in another day without God. We do not want to see you to be, re- we do not want to see you being rejected of God, unapproved. We don't want you to be that way. The best fun that we've ever had has been while we were, while we are in Christ Jesus. It's a two way street. You have to work along with God. He's not going to do it for you. Yes, there are some things that only God can do for you. There's a lot of things, not some things. Everything God does, only God can do it for you. But you have to work right along with him in order to get where God wants you to be. You have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to change. And that is a change of mindset. You have to change your mind and be willing to work with God. Amen. Be willing to work with God. Be willing to commit to God. Be willing to allow God and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit to lead you, to guide you, to direct your footsteps. Heed the warnings. It's not just new beginnings that's warning the world and the church. It's the church universal that's warning. It's time to wake up, saints. It's time to rise up from our slumber and our sleep, our spiritual slumber and our spiritual sleep. It's time to wake up. It's time to allow the Holy Spirit to wake up and do his job. And give us the words to encourage and to lift up. God placed us here to encourage and to lift one another up. Not to tear, not to tear down, not to be negative, not to speak death, but to use our tongues to speak life. It's time out for getting it wrong. It's time now. To get it right. In Jesus name. Heavenly Father. Excuse me. We thank you for the word. Father I pray that your word will touch. Those who hear it. Those who Father God will. Who need to be touched. I pray that your word will touch them. I pray that they will examine their lives. And see if they have a reprobate mind. Are they doing those things that are unnatural and un- that's not convenient? Are they doing those things that are against you? 
Have they, what sin have they not confessed? What have they allowed to take control of their life? What idol are they worshiping? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you turn us around as a, as a church universal, as a people of God, that you will spiritually wake us up. That Father God, that we will be about your business, ministering to the lives of the unsaved, that they will become saved, that there will be those that will listen and hear, that will be snatched out of the hand of the enemy. I pray, Father God, for those who speak, who say that they love you, but their heart is far from you. I pray, Father God, that they will humble themselves under your hand. And Father God, that they will allow you to do the work that will change their hearts and minds towards you, that you that they will fall deeply in love with you. I thank you and I praise you. And I give you, we give you all the glory, all of the honor, all of the praise that's due unto you. In the most precious and matchless name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.